Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And cricket fans are going to be incredibly excited because there's a lot of interesting cricket in the upcoming few months with the second leg of the IPL, the last two tests against England, and of course, the T20 World Cup. And it's been announced by a leaked rumour, supposedly, but it's fun to talk about them as well, that India might announce their squad for the T20 World Cup after the fourth test against England. Now, that's interesting for two reasons. The first, the squad's being announced before the second leg of the IPL, which means players like Ishan Kishan, Shreyas Ayer, Surya Kumar Yadav, Prithvi Shaw, all of these young IPL stars, and Shreyas Ayer as well, also an India star, who haven't been able to cement their place in the site, either because of injury in Shreyas Ayer's case or because of lack of opportunities, will all now lose the opportunity to prove how good they are in the IPL. And I think there's a reason why it's being announced before the IPL second leg. And that, of course, is that Indian cricket has so much talent as of now. It's a lot easier to announce the squad before the IPL and not worry about a player, let's say somebody like Anishan Kishan coming out and having a fantastic IPL season. You don't have to worry about that anymore because then there'll be no questions about the squad. It's already been announced. You can't do anything about it. It's just a lot easier for the selectors. The second is that the squad's being announced halfway through a test series. And players who might be in contention for that squad and who may get picked or may not get picked, it may affect dressing room dynamics with somebody like a Prithvi Shaw who's in England as an opening option who may not get selected or somebody like a KL Rahul who may get selected instead. You don't want dressing room dynamics halfway through one of the biggest series in modern-day Indian cricketing history to get affected because of that squad. But... How do you pick that squad? And this is always a fun exercise. You pick your best 11 and then you pick backup options for that. So before we actually get into it, just pause. Now unpause. Hopefully now you've picked your own squad and we can see how they've matched up. If you haven't, just pause and unpause again. So what is India's best 11? And I think with the form that KL Rahul is in right now, it's out of the question that he's not going to open the batting, even though in the last T20 and in the first leg of the IPL, Virat Kohli has been opening the batting for India and the Royal Challengers Bangalore. I think India's best 11 at the moment is Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul to open the batting, Virat Kohli to captain the side at number three, Shreyas Ayer at number four, Rishabh Pant at five, Hardik Pandya at six, Ravindra Jadeja at seven, Deepak Chahal at eight, Shardul Thakur at nine, Yuzvinza Chahal at number 10 and Jasfreet Bumra at number 11. I genuinely think Shardul Thakur and Deepak Chahal will lengthen that batting lineup. They also provide options in case Hardik Pandya doesn't bowl and they make things happen. Deepak Chahal is a like-for-like replacement for Bhuvaneshwar Kumar as well, who hasn't had the best of fitness. I do think Bhuvi will still get picked in the side. So, what could the other four players be? Because you ideally want backup options and a different combination. Because if you look at what happened last time in the T20 World Cup, India played a lot of all-round options but didn't get much from them. In fact, even the batting order didn't deliver. To put it into perspective, Virat Kohli made 273 runs in the tournament and ended his player of the tournament for the way he batted and carried that side. The other top five batsmen, that's Rohit Sharma, Shikhar Dhawan, Ajinkya Rahane, Yuvraj Singh and MS Dhoni, and maybe even Suresh Raina as well, I'm not entirely sure, made 272 runs. He outscored the other five batsmen in the top six. So India will want more batting options this time in the World Cup. So I think Bhuvaneshwar Kumar for Deepak Chahal will be one option. Rahul Chahal for Yuzvendra Chahal will be one option. Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav for Shreyas Ayad will be one option and I think they'll play one wild card as well. 
Now that could either be somebody like an Ishan Kishan, depending on what they prefer. Or if one of the openers doesn't do well, you may not want Virat Kohli to go up and open the batting, moving him from his natural place where he averages over 50. So Shikhar Dhawan might actually be the other option. He's also an experienced player, so he might get picked in the side to add some sort of experience and depth. So therefore, the squad would read Rohit Chadma, Shikhar Dhawan, KL Rahul, Virat Kohli, Shreya Sayyar, Surya Kumar Yadav. Rishabh Pant, Hardik Pandya, Devinza Jadeja, Deepak Chahal, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, Shardul Thakur, Yuzvinza Chahal, Rahul Chahal and Jaspreet Kumbhra. I think that's 15. Now let's look at possible problems that India could face in this World Cup. The first and the biggest problem is the batting. I think the bowling is pretty much sorted at this point. There's only one question there. So let's look at the batting. Look at the last two T20 World Cups. Yes, the team is entirely different. Yes, MS Dhoni is not playing for the first time in the T20 World Cup. Yes, his presence will be missed. But the last two times India have played the T20 World Cup, they've made the final and the semi-final. In the last seven ICC tournaments, India have always qualified. And given that they're joint hosts with the UAE, there'll be a lot of pressure on them to win this tournament. They've already lost the World Test Championship this year after the GABA win and hopefully a series win in England, given how it's shaping up as of now with India ahead in the fourth test match, you'll want this Indian team to win the T20 World Cup as you'd want them to win every single ICC tournament. That means there's a lot of pressure on Virat Kohli as a captain to do well, even in the IPL with Royal Challengers Bangalore and in the T20 World Cup. That's a problem for two reasons. The first is that the last time India played the T20 World Cup, 2014, Virat Kohli made 314 runs and did not get any support from any other batsman. Rohit Sharma made about 150 runs, but that was pretty much it. And India got knocked out in the finals. In 2016, India got beat by the West Indies in the semi-finals. Virat Kohli in that tournament made 273 runs and finished as the player of the tournament. He's got player of the tournament in the T20 World Cup twice in a row. He also averages 50 and has upwards of 3,000 runs, making him the highest run scorer in T20 cricket history. I don't think he gets enough credit for the T20 player. He actually is. He's also the highest run scorer in IPL history. The guy is a run machine in T20 cricket. Yes, he hasn't got 100 in a long time. Yes, that's a question we're always going to talk about. But we should appreciate the player that we have. You'll want the other batsman to stand up to take off the pressure from him as a captain. I don't think there's any question about a captaincy change this close to the World Cup. I'm sorry, Mumbai Indian fans. At least for this World Cup, Rohit Sharma is going to stay vice-captain. So that's one thing India need to worry about. Giving Kohli the support he needs so he can handle being the best batsman in T20 cricket in the side. And also to take the pressure off of him as a captain by the rest of the batting lineup doing well. The second question India need to look at is Hardik Pandya. So if you look down India's batting lineup, if one of the top three bat through, you will get that finish at the end. If Rishabh Pant goes berserk, you will get that finish at the end. If Hardik Pandya goes berserk as a batsman, you will get that finish at the end. But we're not talking about Pandya the batsman. We know how good Pandya the batsman is. We're talking about Pandya the bowler. Ever since the 2019 World Cup, Hardik Pandya has barely bowled. When he's bowled well, he hasn't batted well. Because of his injuries, Pandya's not being able to cement his place in the side as an all-rounder. But he's the only finishing option we have, therefore he will certainly play. But you don't want to go into the World Cup with five bowlers, one of which is Ravindra Jadeja, who by the way is also playing as an all-rounder. So therefore you'll want to look at Hardik Pandya's fitness as well, which is why... 
Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, though he's a replacement for Deepak Chahal, may actually slot into the side and they may play Jadeja at 6, Shardul Thakur at 7, Deepak Chahal at 8, Bhuvi at 9, then Bumrah, who's got a 50 in a first-class game in Test Match Cricket, and Yusvendra Chahal to lengthen the batting lineup in case Hardik Pandya is not giving you anything. But that may cause the top order to play conservatively at the top, which again will put more pressure on the top order batsmen like Rohit Sharma, KL Rahul and Virat Kohli, and put even more pressure on Rishabh Pant as he's now the designated finisher and wicketkeeper on his side in his first ICC tournament where he's being picked as a first-choice option. So, I think the two players to watch out for in this T20 World Cup for India, if the squad does get picked on Thursday, and even if it doesn't, the first, of course, is Virat Kohli as a captain and as a batsman. And the second is Hardik Pandya, the bowler. Also, you may want to look at Jaspreet Bumrah. Last time there was a T20 World Cup, there were a lot of no-balls bowled in that semi-final. Ashwin bowled no-balls, Bumrah bowled no-balls, Andre Russell got a life in India lost. So, that's something you don't want to happen. I do think India start favourites. But the silly mistakes and the small errors in selection could cost them the title as it has in the last few ICC tournaments.